When is it the most difficult for a person to remain faithful? When is it the most difficult for a person to remain faithful to God, faithful to the Church, faithful to the Gospel? I think most people would respond to that question by saying, well, it's when something bad happens. It's when you experience some kind of adversity in your life. When a loved one, for example, dies unexpectedly or tragically, or those seven people died and they were shot during that Fourth of July parade the other day in Illinois. Or it's when a natural disaster occurs and you lose your home and most of your possessions. It's when you, or it's when you've been praying for something for a long time. God continues to say no to your prayer. And it's true, it is difficult to remain faithful and to remain faith-filled when you're dealing with trials like these. But the truth of the matter is, my brothers and sisters, it can be just as difficult, sometimes even more difficult, to be faithful in the good times, faithful when things are going well in our lives, being faithful when we don't have any serious problems that we're dealing with. That's the way it was for the people of Israel during the time of Hosea the prophet. The time of Hosea was a relatively prosperous time for God's chosen people. They were doing quite well for themselves. Now that should have made them more grateful. It should have made them more devoted to the Lord. But the prosperity they experienced ended up leading them in the exact opposite direction. Listen again to the prophet's words here. Israel is a luxuriant vine whose fruit matches its growth. The more abundant his fruit, the more altars he built. The more productive his land, the more sacred pillars he set up. Their heart is false, now they pay for their guilt. Those altars and sacred pillars, by the way, were used to worship pagan gods, false gods, not the one true God. That's why the Lord was so upset about them. When things are going well, the temptation is for us to forget about God, like the Israelites did. The temptation is to think that we don't need the Lord, that we can do it all on our own. I see this sometimes in my ministry as a priest. I remember a family that came back to church about ten years ago, after being away from the sacraments for a long time. After they came back, they were in church every single Sunday without fail husband, his wife, and their two children. Then all of a sudden, about a year or two later, they disappeared, vanished into thin air. After several weeks of not seeing them, I finally asked a relative of theirs, who's also a parishioner here, I said, hey, where have so-and-so, his wife and children been? I haven't seen them here in a couple of months. The relative said, oh, well, Father Ray, well, they, they were here at Mass because they were praying for something. And they got it, finally. God gave them what they were looking for. He answered their prayer, so now they don't think they need him anymore. How sad. When I was preparing this homily, I thought of the vows a couple makes to one another on their wedding day. One says to the other, I will be true to you in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health. I will love you and honor you all the days of my life. That's actually something that we should say to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, every day. Lord Jesus, I will be true to you in good times and in bad. In other words, whether I experience prosperity or adversity. In sickness and in health. In other words, whether I suffer or whether I prosper. I will love you and honor you 
all the days of my life. You should all say those are similar words to Jesus each and every day because those words express the attitude we need to have in our hearts if we want to be saints. And hopefully we do.